Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Hour number two. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning is jake all right uh, real quick update on winds they're still coming down morgan's point is south southwest at three eagle point west northwest at two galveston channel west southwest at two and the buoy offshore is southwest at four so very nice all right all right well let's uh run up to lake houston now let's check in with mr john littleton check his pulse this morning john you got a pulse Oh, yes, sir, man. You know, <laughs> alive and kicking. Not kicking too like high, but I'm kicking. All right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, anytime you wake up on the right side of the dirt, you're having a good day, I guess, you know. That's so, it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, just sitting here listening to the to the show, and, you know, everything sounds pretty good. We, uh... You know, the weather's pretty good, except it's just a little bit hot. But Kind of warm, yeah. <laughs> kind of warm, but, uh, you know, as Clog always said, it's not bad weather, it's bad gear, you know. You, you got you got some good summer stuff out there that you can wear that, you know, keep you a little cooler. And, uh, you know, you just... There's always a bridge or something. Maybe you can, I don't know about you guys, but most of our lakes, you know, you got a bridge or something. You can go get under and cool off a little bit. So, you know, get out of that sun. But uh, everything's pretty good. You know, the fish are still biting a little. You know, we're, well, we fished a tournament last weekend and took, uh, I think, winning weight was 1901. So, you know, five fish. That's yeah, a good, that's a That ain't really bad. For this time of year, that's pretty good. That's almost four-pound yeah. average. Pretty good, man. Yeah. Yeah, he had a six-pounder and a couple other good fish, you know. We had mm-hmm. a limit, but, you know, I well, it was 1077. But, uh, you know, we just didn't have any big fish. You know, we had right. little, what we call swimmers. Swimmers. You know? <laughs> Yeah, we had little swimmers, but, uh, you know, just couldn't get a big fish. But it's, you know, it's a grind. Uh, I, I know we counted up. We only caught eight fish uh, and called one. So, you know, we had six keepers, only two short fish. But, uh, you know, normally 
you know, we had been catching 15, 18, you know, fish, you know, in, in a trip back, right. you know, but, uh, it's just, you know, it's just a little tougher, you know, we're, uh, we're still out there, you know, we're throwing, you, you know, like the guys that won, it was a father son team and, and, uh, you know, you land on the right little set of pads or something, you know, that's usually where most of your big fish right now are mm-hmm. coming from early is on pads, you know, so you can find the right little set of pads that's got, you know, some shad around them, you know, you, you can catch you some decent fish, you know, but, uh, you know, you got to get out there and just uh, run around, look around, find some, and then go try to catch them, you know, on right. tournament day. So, uh, but uh, other than that, you know, uh, the the fish have been kind of pulled back off of, uh, you know, some of their shallower stuff. They're, you know, when I say deep, four to six foot deep for us at Lake Houston. So, mm-hmm. you know, they've been up in that two, three foot range, but they're backing up a little bit, getting a little bit deeper getting a little bit farther back under them boat docks, you know, up around 10, 11, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the day, you know, you got to get that bait way back underneath those docks to, to get them to bite. Right. You know, and, and uh, again, a lot of times, you know, you, uh, a lot of people, they, they skip it under there and then they click their reel and, and, well, by the time the bait falls, you know, you're halfway back. You, you missed half of the dot. So, you know, we've been trying to, uh, you know, throw back way under there and don't even click it. You know, just pull off a, a pull or two on your line and let it, that way it'll sink, you know, straight straight down. You get more more out of your cast, I guess. Yeah. You know, more fishing out of your cast. So, but, um uh, you know, plastics are still working. Uh, you know, it, it, some type of little creature-looking bait. Uh, water clarity is real good. Yeah, I was fixing um, to ask you that. What kind? Of, how good a shape is Lake Houston in right now? Without all, you know, without any rain, I bet it's cleaning up pretty good, huh? It is probably was the best I've seen it this year. You know, right. so when I say you can see 12, 14 inches, you know that's that's really good for Lake Houston. And you can see that, especially you get south of the railroad track, you know, down, uh, down in that area. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, the lake's in, in good shape, you know, right now, the water levels up. I checked it this morning. Uh, I think it's at about, uh, well, it said it was 40, uh, 42, 38. And, uh, you know, forty-two forty is pool, so it's just a very slight touch under pool. But um, and that's really amazing. You know, this time of year with the hot as it is, you know, usually the lake will be a, a foot low. But uh, you know, they're keeping it up there, keeping it good and you know, good and level. Right. So it's a lot of recreational people out there. You know, a lot of boats out there. On the weekends, you know, riding around, um, there's a good beachy area up, you know, up the East Fork, 
you know, uh, you where you can beach your boat up on a big old sandy, you know, hill, and uh, you know it's it's real good. There'll be forty, fifty boats at one time up there beached up, you know. Mm. So, but uh, all in all, Mickey is pretty good, you know. I, you and Brian were talking about split rings, you know. A lot of one thing that I do a lot of my especially my topwater baits, I put double split rings, you know, on mine. If it comes with one in the package, I'll add another one to it. It To me, it just helps, you know, when the fish jump or something and they shake their head, you get, you know, you get a little bit more movement with two split rings. And mm-hmm. uh, it just, to me, it, it it's probably a mental thing with me, but uh, to me, it helps me keep them hooked up a little bit better yeah and the same thing with some of my crankbaits i'll you know especially if i'm throwing a square bill i'll uh put double split rings on it gives it a little bit more wobble uh you know and i can control it a little bit better you know so uh that's just you know my preference with the split rings but uh seems to work good for me so yeah you know i'll just keep on throwing it like that but um we got we got a tournament coming up sunday an individual anglers quest individual tournament so you know if anybody wanted to come out and play the game they can do that it's out at lake houston marina uh gonna start about six o'clock six fifteen. you know safe light so our uh, participation's been slowing down a little bit. You know, if you're not up there and, you know, in contingency for Angler of the Year, a lot of people, you know, are not, well, and it's hot, you know, and in the summertime, people on vacation and family stuff going on, they're, uh, you know, we're just not getting as many boats out as we'd like. But, you know, that's how it goes. That's fishing. Yeah. I'm sure you guys run into it in salt water, too, so, you know. It happens. uh, Yeah. But all in all, man, everything's pretty good, you know. We're we're rocking and rolling, catching a few fish and having fun. I did go white bass fishing, um, and I I could not find them. We never, my granddaughter and I went out and, and, uh, we went and hit the railroad track and some other places that we normally could catch them. And I was telling her, I said, well, we'll catch us eight or 10 and we'll come home and cook them up and have, have a good meal. And we didn't catch one. I had one on that came off <laughs> at the boat, went flip it in the boat. And so no fish, no white bass. So well, but, uh, <laughs> I know, I know. And, she loves to catch those things, you know, and they're fun, you know, to catch and easy. You know, I say easy, you know, it's easy fishing, you know, for especially, a, you know, a kiddo, you know, they can just cast that little old crankbait and reel it and hang on, you know. So, but um, it just didn't happen too good, you know, for us. She did catch a black bass right off the bat, you know, so I thought, right. well, Maybe we'll just catch some blacks and some whites, and that was it. <laughs> huh. Well. So they moved. 
I don't know where they went. I hadn't, you know, I hadn't been out back out there to find them, but they're there. You just got to find them. So yeah, it's not it. Right now, it's not as hot and heavy as it was a month ago. Oh God, no, no. A month ago, it's like come on. They were going crazy everywhere. Livingston, Richland. I mean, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I heard a couple good reports on Rayburn this week. You know, the fish are up schooling and black bass. You well, that's know, good. Get some yeah. schooling action. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, a lot of fun. It's a couple guys I know that go up there and fish. You know, they're catching quite a few. Right. Uh, you know, they're not they're not big. You know, but hey, when you can catch thirty or forty, you know, schooling, that's that's a good day. You know, just sit there and let them come up and catch them, but. All in all, everything's pretty good, Mickey. We're, uh, like I said, we're, the lake's in good shape. You know, water temp's still in the upper 80s, low 90s. Uh, you know, the, the fish are biting pretty good. So, you know, it's, um, life's pretty good out here on the lake. All right, John. Well, I've got a roll, my friend. If somebody wants to call you, give them a number, man. Sure, they can call me on my cell, 281 281- Two 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 eight five four four, and we'll try to help you out as much as we can. I know you will, John. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one, buddy. You too. All right. Later. All right. All right. That's John Littleton up on Lake Houston, and I need to talk a minute about Texan Roofing. They're the people I trust. You know, folks. Texan Roofing covers Houston and surrounding areas. Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. And Texan Roofing has the Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever. And they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business. In Texan Roofing, they found the majority of jobs they do, they offered the lower price, beat the competition's quality and warranty, and just to go along with it, their honest roof inspections, A-plus management, these are reasons to call Texan Roofing. And if you tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show, Tim and all of his staff, They'll go the extra mile for you. They'll really do a fine job. They do superior work, and uh, you can call them directly at 281-391-9600. That's 281-391-9600, or check them out at texanroofing.com. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 519 here in the Bayou City. All right. Let's run down Texas City Way. Check in with our good friend at Boyd's One Stop, Mr. Dave Fremont, on the Texas City Dike. See what's happening this morning down there. Good morning, Dave. How are you, buddy? Good morning, Captain Mickey. Doing just fine. Well, is it nice down there this morning? It ought to be calm. It sure. It is. Very, very little wind, as uh, you've reported, up and down the coast. And uh, the water is slick as glass right here on the on the Texas City Dike. I, I just made my little old roughly 10-mile round trip. <laughs> and uh, Longest and fishing pier in the world. Yeah, and there was a few folks out, uh, early birds or some of the ones left over from uh, yesterday evening and last night. 
Right. But uh, this time of year, Mickey, as we all know, and we've all been talking about it, this is uh, there's just a whole not a whole lot going on in in terms of uh, of seeing too much uh, caught because uh, not a whole lot of people are going to be out in this old heat, and then uh, you know, and and the fish don't like it either. Or they, at least no. they don't seem to. Um, <laughs> I was making it out to the very end and fixing to make the turnaround. There was a, a couple of guys out there, and they had a they had a big old light going, and uh, they were flipping a couple of corks out there with a shrimp underneath it. And not more than about ten, fifteen feet from those granite rocks was just an absolutely massive uh, dolphin. I mean, just <laughs> unbelievable, uh, just rolling right there, right in the middle where they're fishing. <laughs> Eating their fish. <laughs> yeah, he said, hey, They're drawing man. the fish in now. The dolphins go, hey, we're going to go night yeah. fishing tonight. We're going to eat under yeah. the lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the dolphin said, hey, man, I don't have no limit. <laughs> but he hey, was out there. It was predators don't fish. have any ethics. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he is, was a beautiful mammal, huge. You just never know how how big those rascals are. You know, you watch them from a distance, and but until you get right up next to them, you know, you you've had them come up right by your boat a many a time. You know, but just well, I'd hate to be running across the bay at about forty miles an hour and have one jump up and hit the console. That'd be uh, that'd be an ugly mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd hate to hate to imagine that, but they're uh, but fishing's so tough. Even the even the dolphins are pot licking and bird dogging. That <laughs> <laughs> was uh, I don't you know I really don't think I've ever seen that. I mean I've seen mm-hmm. a many of them out there. I've never the seen day, them under the lights either. Of course I hadn't done but, a lot of night fishing over the no. years. Man's got to <laughs> sleep sometime, but uh, yeah, that's uh, never heard of that. I, I I should have videoed them, uh, that rascal out there, but but uh, it seems like uh, well maybe I've got more time now. Being an old man, don't do anything. Maybe I got more time looking and seeing stuff. But when I was younger, I just don't remember seeing as many as many pods of dolphin that we got them, don't we? But, you know, we used and, to and, see them like that down south. You know, like Rockport and Corpus and all that. But uh, up here, we got them. Man, there's the yeah. bay's full of them. When we were kids, and uh, the folks would pile us up, and and we'd cross the ferry and go over there on Bolivar side, it was uh, it was you know kind of a added treat to be able to spot the dolphin uh, as we're as we're crossing the the channels there and right. on the ferry and see them. But now, Mickey, I can go over to uh, Moses Lake there and head towards the the floodgate, and you can you can spot them. Inside Moses Lake, and I, I just never remember seeing them inside. I know they they were probably, but I just don't remember seeing them inside and rolling well, and, and doing and all. And another things. thing too is, you know, I was talking about this a couple of weeks ago with a guy, and uh, we don't have the shrimp boats we used to have, and they used to stay on those shrimp boats exclusively, and you never saw them coming down the shorelines or anything like you are now. I think they're more prevalent. We see them more because there's not a tenth of the shrimp boats there used to be. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but I, that's probably you know, just like on. the sharks. Uh, you know how bad the sharks are on the shorelines now Ooh. because they don't have any shrimp boats to tag behind and uh, eat the coal. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's another thing. Them, them little old sharks, uh, they just wreak havoc on on folks out there fishing. There's a many of them that get 
get a bite of something to eat that's on the, somebody's line as they're reeling it in over there at the yeah, jetty. Yeah, as long it's as just, it's not the guy fishing, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind yeah. them little ankle biters, but boy, when them bulls start swimming around you while you're waiting, that's that's some uncomfortable. I don't I don't like that, especially yeah. when they're got that big old wide head. You know how a bull shark looks; they're just uh, they're a mean looking animal. Yeah, they're real. They are definitely yeah, they real. Are. They get my attention. They, they can have an attitude. Yes, they sir. They are. They're an unpredictable fish. Yeah. Well, as far as uh, everything goes in terms of uh, fishing reports, as I mentioned, I'm pretty much like most of the other guys. It's uh, it's good to hear uh, the report down south. I like to see the mix of uh, of reports up and down the coast, and the one that you have down south there at uh, oh, at South Padre bot- bottom. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good one. It's good to hear what he has to say on what's going on, and then get a little old tarpon report that's pretty cool but uh oh yeah up up this way uh pretty slim pickings you know we just haven't man i tell you what we got a little shower last week and we were just we were celebrating but uh it's been slim pickings and Boy, when i'm a, sitting on my side of the bay watching you guys over there I'm, y'all's ears should have been burning i'm going why well, you won't know, that come over here it just sat over there we, and then it started moving my way, and as soon as it got out over the water, it just tore apart. And I'm going, no wonder they call this Umbrella Point where I live. We weren't, we're not getting it up in my neck of the woods where we live in uh, League City. At, right. Uh, but we can we can ride down about ten minutes uh, <laughs> south on on Highway Three and and run into a shower, and it actually felt good. It's almost like. You're going uh, shower hunting, you know, get in the car, kids. Let's go look for some rain. Every day I uh, look at my phone on radar all the time, seeing where all the little pop-ups are, and I go, man, we don't have a prayer. We're not going to get any. Uh, The other day we had a little old cloud pop up, and all we got was a quarter-inch of steam. I mean, that little little bit fell out, hit the ground, and come up and just steamed. It was like uh, hitting a skillet. Yeah. We just haven't gotten it, but... Like well, like we everybody's talking about, I just, we just we don't want to complain and grab too doggone much. We don't want it all at once. We'll just uh, no. play it by ear. We'll get it. But boy, the dog days of summer seem like they started in early June. I mean, usually they did. Start, it, it came early this year, bud. Yeah, the dog days has been every day. It seems like, but uh, it's going to get better. And and like I say, we're, it's kind of nice to wake up. It's going to get hot quicker with no no breeze at all and i don't know if it's going to come up after the sun comes up if it'll pick up but uh it's really nice to see it in early morning here there'll be some cats out here when wade out across uh skyline and mosquito island and uh they liable to pick up a fish or two before things get really too hot to be out there but uh we'll kind of get a grip on it and see but uh as far as on the boyd's front man we're going to have a good weekend Well, I'll tell you, yesterday, um, Jennifer messaged me saying, hey, we need to have a big shrimp sale this weekend, and that was music to my ears. Uh, Jason's going to throw out a whole bunch of those big 912s. He's going to have them uh, with the option of having them either the the whole heads-on shrimp or the the tails, uh, either way you want them, and both are, but not neither. And uh, it's going to be good. I, I, I usually don't throw out process too much and uh, because a lot of times i don't know them exactly but she gave me a couple of numbers she's they're, they're going to have those uh 912 wild caught gulf of mexico white shrimp 
the whole shrimps for uh, three ninety nine a pound, Mickey. That's that's unheard of. And I'm coming. Uh, I'm coming. I'm bringing and, and, and a cooler. <laughs> and the the tails, uh, or you know, they calculate them. You know that. Uh, yeah, where it's, it's the same off. thing. Yes, yeah. it's, it's the same thing when you go. But they're six dollars and fifty cents a pound for the, for the yeah sixteen twenties. Uh, oh, yeah, boy. I've got my cooler. Well, I can turn my head over here and look in the back and see it because I'm going to roll over in the back. Uh, the sale doesn't start till about eight o'clock. They don't even have the uh, the prices changed in the system yet. But when uh, people get woke up and stirred up around here, they'll. Uh, one of the managers will throw those sale prices in the in the mix, so uh, it's going to be good. We're going to run it today for sure, and there's a good chance with the inventory, depending on how much gets moved today, we're very good chance we'll have them for sale again tomorrow and maybe even Sunday. And I'll keep all that up to date best I can uh, uh, on Facebook, and uh, I imagine there'll be something on the telephone recording to to that effect. Let folks know just what's going on. Uh, on the on the uh, live bait front, uh, looked like we had uh, live shrimp and live croaker, so we're in good shape there. We had a few boats, so some big boats going out this morning, and and I can understand that with the wind down, there's going to be some people rolling out of here and launching from the end and shooting on out the jetties and go out to some deep water and catch some nice fish. Um, looked like we had some live crabs, so uh, I think we're in pretty good shape, Mickey. Yeah, I'm feeling a little crabby this weekend too, man. I'm I'm getting hungry for some boiled blues, some big blues boiled up. Get you, get you some shad or something, and chunk them in them traps, and go out there and drop them off, and chuck uh, them a little bit later on, and get some of them big old blue crabs. They're gonna be good. We've had oh, we've yeah. had some real nice ones. We had a good sale on those. Yeah. I'm, uh, I don't know what we've got going on now, but uh, we had some of those big uh, number ones for. They were two ninety nine a pound, which is uh, almost about half of what they they run a lot of times. Yeah, that's reasonable. That's real reasonable. Yeah. And uh, we had the the number twos for a dollar ninety nine a pound, and we and that's going to go on off and on pretty regular. Now as the demand picks up on the weekend, and we don't have as many. Uh, don't know whether they'll be running sale prices, but. Uh, Right now, I'm excited about those shrimp. I'm gonna get yeah, me that's, some. That's I, a my, very good buy right there. That's that's good prices. Very my my good. big old my big brother's down. Uh, they've got a little old um, beach house rented over there, and I don't know the names of all them places over there, Pirates Beach <laughs> and all that stuff on the on the west end of Galveston. But I think it's Sea Isle or something. But they got a an old beach house rented, and the family set up over there. So I'm gonna drop off some of them big old shrimp over there and. Let them uh, feast on them rascals. So, yeah, buddy. Uh, look, look forward to that. But uh, that's pretty much it in a nutshell, Mickey. I'm sorry I don't have a big old fancy fishing report for you. I normally don't anyway. <laughs> well, sometimes so, you do. It's, it's, you know, when it's going off on the dike, you're the man that knows. Yeah. But well, we're, well, we're going to have... We're going to have some uh, some redfish showing up. Won't be long. I, who knows with this hot weather just exactly what's going to happen on the pattern of these fish. And you know, a lot of times the bull reds don't start really doing their thing here on the, in the channel and or nah, in the bay early. until it's early. Yeah, September. You know, Septemberish. Uh, but right. Uh, we'll just see what happens. It's going to be good either way. Well, I can dig it. 
All right, Dave. We'll throw out uh, some info, uh, how to get a hold of somebody at Boyd's and where you're located and all that good stuff. Come on down and get a hold of us, but you can call us at 409 what is it, 4001? 4001, on. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 227 Dyke Road, come up on the come up on the dock road and we're right there on the right hand side and um we'll be happy to take care of you any way we can on bait and tackle and all ice and all that good stuff and then if you're hungry for some uh, seafood uh, already cooked the cajun grill that can take care of you and if you want to do it yourself we've got some good sales going on on shrimp today mickey thanks for letting me visit with you this morning all right Dave, it's always a pleasure. You hang in there, buddy, and I'll uh, talk to you next week. Be safe. Stay stay Thank cool you. if that's possible. All right, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, buddy. Later. All right, that's Mr. Dave Fremont down at Boyd's One Stop at the Texas City Dyke. Well, I need to take a moment and talk about 13 Fishing's Concept Reels. You know what I like about them? They're sleek. They're stylish. Well, they're just what you expect from 13 Fishing. And all their new concept series reels, all these new Gen 2s they've come out with, they're more than just a pretty package. They're loaded with all the great features seasoned anglers want. They feature anti-corrosion ceramic hybrid bearings. They cast like a dream. And the concept has a huge 22-pound bulldog drag system that can stop even the toughest inshore giants. And concept series reels from 13 Fishing, they boast a dead stop and a reverse system, an airhead line guide, and the sweetest handles you've ever put your hands on and all this is streamlined into a package to easily wrap your hand around for maximum comfort castability and control stop by your local retailer demand to learn more about 13 fishing's concept reels check out all these new gen twos they're they're really smooth and cast like a dream that's 13fishing.com and all their new concept g2s 13 fishing Make your own luck. Live from the Twin Peak Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 538 here in the Bayou City. No better way to wrap up this final segment on a Friday morning than with Captain Steve Hillman. My friend Stevie. What's up, Steve? Oh, nothing. Just trying to contain my excitement. <laughs> Boy, you're like a racehorse foaming at the bit, ready to come out of the chute, baby. I couldn't. I, I was so excited, I couldn't hardly sleep last night. <laughs> Knowing you're going to murder him today, man. <laughs> you know, I don't hear the ocean this morning. It must be calm. I don't hear it. The ocean. It is calm, the ocean. Boy, you sound like a pot licker. <laughs> no, I had a guy last year. I had a guy last year. We're in Matagorda. We're drifting that south shoreline. Right. Had a little south, had a little southeast wind. And he goes, he said, Captain Steve, is that the ocean I hear? I said, man, not unless you got some damn good ears. <laughs> Better ears said, than we do. Our are all blown Mexico. out from shotguns and uh, loud music at concerts when we were young. <laughs> Uh, man, there must be some kind of tournament or something. Good grief. Hey, it's a Friday, man. Every weekend, every four, three tournaments, four tournaments. Hey, yeah, I have not seen it like this. I can tell you, I should have got here. Well, it ain't because of the trout run. I can tell you that it's got to be a tournament. (laughs) I I thought it was good right now. 
It's not some. good. I mean, it depends on who you are <laughs> and know what good or bad is. I'm just joking. No, it sucks. I've only fished twice this week. <laughs> and I tell you, man, that was a, it was a grind. It was a grind. I had well fished Friday and, uh, and then I fished Monday and then Tuesday I had a dentist appointment and then, uh, I had a cancellation on Wednesday. Didn't really hurt my feelings all that much. And then I had another cancellation yesterday. Guy that's been fishing me forever. It never cancels. And I was fine with it, kind of. I mean, it was calm, you know, but I don't know, man. Even when it's calm, it's a, it's just we're only scraping up a handful of fish on lures. Yeah. You know, I'm sure the – I haven't really talked to anybody, but I'm sure the guys on live bait are probably maybe doing a little bit better. But uh, it's about the toughest stretch I've ever seen for this time of year, mm. for this time of year. That's normally but, our heyday, man. July and August, it's just usually murder central. Yeah, it's normally these fish this time of year for us. What we do, we'll pull up on, uh, I don't know, a, say a hump or a deep reef or some structure and slip the anchor over and honestly catch the crap out of them be- yeah. before 8 o'clock in the morning. That's that's kind of been mm. always been the way it works, but. Man, it's a lot of these areas that, and I know we sound like a broken record to some people. I really don't care, but uh, a lot of these areas that we uh, that we used to be able to catch them, we just hell, I can barely catch a throwback in some of, some of them now. Yeah, it's, I know. it's really really bizarre. And and one of the areas I hit, uh, oh, was it uh, Monday? Monday uh, had uh, had Rick and Marty from Brian, the old retired football coaches that fished me a bunch and. And I was so tickled because I, I was able to get back out there close to the channel on that little reef I was really doing well on, before, you know, a few weeks ago before all this wind hit. And, man, we started catching them immediately, like, immediately. But they were trout the size of your hand. Yeah, I mean, the biggest I one we caught you. was like four, 14 and a half inches, maybe 14 and three quarter. We didn't catch any any legal fish. And then a lot of little sand trout been showing up out deep, like little bitty sand trout. But, uh, I mean, I felt like a shrimp boat, man. We we're catching nothing but bycatch. It was crazy. <laughs> and, uh, but then we, uh, I made a long run and, uh, ended up fishing a complete different bay system. And we only scraped up two legal fish Monday. That's all we had. I mean, we caught like 25. Yeah. It was horrible. We came in at noon. Those guys like, they like to come in early, you know, and go eat at top water. I mean, they start talking about those stuffed shrimp at like 8.30 in the morning. That's the only problem with, with putting in at a restaurant. I know. You got, hungry, you got hungry customers. They're talking about food. You know, if the fishing's slow, they start thinking about other things. But uh, Well, when I used to put Friday, in over at Stingray, Stingery a lot, that, that always happened. Really? My guys would go, do you smell that? I said, no. Yeah. What, do you, what do you smell? <laughs> Slick? No, I smell fried shrimp. Uh-huh. <laughs> Think we can go in there and have lunch, Captain, and then pop out for the afternoon? I said, if I go in there and have lunch <laughs> and a right. couple of beers, my fishing's over with. I'm done. Uh, yep, yep. I said, I let's fish guys. it out, and then we'll eat at 2 or 3 o'clock and go home. Exactly. I had some guys, it's been five or six years ago now, and we were wade fishing, and and we came into Topwater there and, and uh, ate lunch, and and he was like, all right, you ready to go back out? I'm like, are you serious? I said, we actually did go back out that day, but, yeah, most of the time, when I'm in, I'm in. You know, we're not going to do that. But, uh, 
whatever it is what it is we're just kind of trudge our way through it and and uh eventually get to better days but i got two pretty good guys today i got craig wilson and keith stringer they've been fishing me a long time yeah yeah we're gonna go we're gonna go wade and and do something a a little bit different yeah Yeah, i do i'm kind of i'm actually am excited about today believe it or not (laughs) where's your shark magnet (laughs) yeah talk to me in an hour though and see how excited i am but no, uh, you know, I found a bunch of bait last week, uh, Monday, like right. a lot of shad, a lot of mullet, had good tide, water was beautiful, I was on good live shell, good live oyster, good humps, and that's what bothers me. It's, you know, it's one thing to have bad conditions and things like that, bad water, southwest wind, blah, 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 and not get bit, but man, for what I fished in Monday, we we should have done better, and now look, I didn't go to like the two patches of fish that I know about where several boats are just kind of rotating on. I'm not doing that, but, uh, I went and did my own thing, but it just, it just, man, it was kind of disappointing, but, uh, maybe we'll get something going today. If I can find a spot that is good grief. There's probably, man, there's gotta be, gotta be 15 trucks in this parking lot. Gotta be at least. So, well, anyway, hey, did did you talk to? Uh, I didn't I didn't get to listen this morning. I was listening to Taylor Swift on the way here. Now I'm just joking, but shame um, on you. I didn't no. uh, little little tea swizzle, but no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't actually didn't get to listen this morning. Did you talk to? Uh, oh, what's his whistle over there? Uh, Dave on the dike, Texas yes. Dave. Yeah. Did he? I've been wondering because I've kind of been out of pocket with that little vacation we went on and everything. You know, the Gulf opened July 15th, and I was wondering how the shrimp boats did on the beach. Did they catch those well, big 912s and stuff this yeah, year? Yeah, they're, they're, they're having a big missed? shrimp sale starting today, about 8 o'clock. Uh, 912s for, uh, uh, with heads on, three ninety nine a pound, and headed, I think he said, $6 a pound. So those are ones that, so they did have a good open then? I guess. They're running a, yeah. Jason, Jason's uh, opened a gate on shrimp. Well, and I, the reason I was wondering, because normally when those big whites get on that beach like they're supposed to, and it's calm, which we've had some calm days, the fishing kind of lights up on the surf. And Look, I hadn't had my ear to the ground really lately, but have you heard any good surf reports at all Man, around uh, here? some spotty catches. You know, it's not like uh, everybody's getting them, but you'll see one here, one there. There were some guys in the Matagorda surf, uh, I think, yesterday that did pretty good. Okay, and Matter post on it, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. saw one guy, guy in Galveston that uh, <clears throat> caught some. So, but I mean, it's five fish, and they didn't look big to me. They just look like what we're catching in the bay. You know, and that's something we were talking about the other day. Uh, Remember how big the fish used to be in the surf, man? You always caught just solid big fish, man. Well, not just the surf, but you know some of the areas I'm fishing where I'm. Well, I mean right in now, the bay too, too, but I mean when the surf would get yeah. calm, you'd get those big old tide runners. You know them twenty five, oh, yeah. twenty eight inch ones. Yep, yep. No, it's I don't know what the deal is. It's it's like the fish there are not much different from the fish that we have in the bay. They're, they seem to be all cookie cutter, fifteen and a half to eighteen inch fish. Turn into a runt pond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I know I was looking at all those numbers and stuff from the Gillnet uh, 
surveys and spring gillnet surveys, you know, just came out and, and uh, looking at the percentages of, of the sizes that, that, that anglers catch guides and recreational folks. And man, after 17 inches, the percentages of their catch, you know, these actually, this is uh, a different chart I was looking at last night. It's based on creel surveys. You know, when the, yeah. when the coastal fisheries folks are sitting there at the ramp and, and ask you what, you know, you know, you know, the deal. And anyway, once you get to 17 inches after that, man, it just, it the just bar falls graph, off. It, it just, just falls off. Oh, it's insane. It's like, like 4%, if that of the catches were 22 inches or more. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy, but uh, but the majority of them are fifteen and a half to seventeen inches. That's the majority of them. Yeah, and and forty percent of them are uh, undersized. Coastwise, yeah, yeah. you, you know the coastwise figure. Yeah, I think it was thirty six percent undersized or something. That was that was the, the gillnet uh, stuff. There's a bunch of stuff in this. Yeah, how do they catch undersized in a gillnet when uh, they either. must be using some small netting? You know, and I could be wrong about that. I think that was in the gill net. You know, they, they have bag same gill net, and krill surveys. Those are the three yeah. main tools they use. And I don't know all the ins and outs of it. I should, but uh, I don't know what size mesh they use or whatever. But I would imagine these days they're probably having to use a hell of a lot smaller mesh than they used to to catch any trout, I would think, in the gill nets. But yeah. uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. We've got to get some fish in our system and stay in our system for several years. And we talk about this a lot, but we, we got to get some trout in here that, that can be allowed to, to stay and, and, uh, and build back our, 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 uh, resident population. We've got to increase our biomass. And once we do that, then we can start down the road managing for more of a trophy fishery, but you, you've got to, establish your biomass first and that's what a lot of people don't understand and I, me included whenever parks and wildlife did that emergency rule after the freeze uh were you know down south of fm 457 all the way to brownsville where uh you could keep three trout 17 to 23 inches people are like man why are we why are they making us keep the the primary you know most prolific breeders uh, mm-hmm. with those age classes well because there's fewer of them that there the is. whole objective the whole objective was to rebuild the biomass and, you know, those really 13 to, to 16, 16 and a half inch fish, there's a hell of a lot more of them. So if you're not right. touching those, of course, if they're under 15, you're not killing them anyway. But when you're letting those go, that's re- there. People think the little trout are males. Well, I'm sorry, females are that size too. They, they don't, they're not all born 17 exactly. inches, but, uh, Anyway, it's a long, drawn-out thing, but I understand the reasons, you know. And now, look, every base system's different, too. I think each part of the coast probably needs to be managed differently. You know, not all these bays are created equally. Galveston Bay is, is nothing like Baffin or the Lower Laguna. We have different age classes of fish overall. I mean, you look at what those guys caught down south in the last year or so. You know, a lot of four- to five-pound fish. Mm-hmm. And we, if I catch a five pounder on my boat, I'll be honest with you, the biggest trout this summer out of Galveston Bay on my boat has been 24 and a half inches. And then I had a 23 incher that was almost five pounds. I caught back in May that was really fat. But uh, I mean, in the winter, I caught a six and a quarter. That was the biggest one on my boat out of Galveston this, this year. But this summer, 
biggest trout, 24 and a half. You know, most of our fish, like I said, are 15 and a half to 18 inches. Right. You know, that's you, where your that's where your biomass is. But uh, anyway, it's a it's a two hour discussion. But yeah, it is. We just, we got to start we got to start letting some of these fish go, man. We can't just keep beating on them and beating on them and beating on them. But uh, anyway, I'm with you. I've been doing it since Harvey, but I don't know how much uh, good I've done for the resource. Yeah, I mean, everybody's yeah. good. I'm, but, you know, the more people that do it, the more it's going to help. And it's just uh, a lot of a lot the, of people. The just, problem is, Mickey, there's no secrets. There's You got all these people, a lot of guides. You know, anybody can go get a captain's license, and, and there's no restrictions on that. There's no moratorium, no limited entry buyback program like we have with shrimpers and oystermen, things like right. that. And sooner or later, man, and we're kind of – on a, in a down downward spiral now already you know we talk about managing our fishery a better better word to use is rebuild our fishery right. at this point but again i know i'm out of time i just uh probably i know right I, we gotta go but uh, oh and uh craig from g-town said he hadn't seen any shrimpers on the beach really okay uh-huh. see i see because i was thinking i was talking to james about it. i i think those shrimp they moved out early this year with the, with the high Probably salinity. Probably do with this heat and high salinity. Sure, yeah. you're right. I've, I've, I've seen that happen in years past. But, uh, Got it. I was just curious. I'll talk to my cousins and see what the deal is. All right. We'll throw them out a number, Steve. All right. 409-256-7937. You have a wonderful day. I know you're going to get them. Catch them up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll let you know. <laughs> Later. All right, buddy. All right, see, you. see you. All right. That's Captain Steve Hillman in G-Town. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 